0: Hello, my beautiful friend, and welcome back to the Spiritual Boss Babe podcast. Or welcome if it is your first time listening. In today's episode, we're going to be diving into the 1111 portal, navigating the void, and quantum manifestation, some of my absolute favorite topics. And I'm really pumped to dive in. My intention is to really leave you feeling super activated so that you can create way more momentum in your life, in your business, and your bank account. If if you've been coming out of a period of stagnation or pivoting or just a major shift, this is really going to support you in moving through that with more grace. So before I d- dive into the episode, I want to let you know that I have an amazing new training coming up called Collapse the Gap, and it's going to be on November 22nd, 11-22. And it's all around these topics, but diving way deeper. We're going to be talking about navigating the void, how to stay open in the messy in-between phases, and it's going to be a two-week portal that will really support you in supercharging your energy, momentum, and abundance. When we're growing, when we're expanding, when we're evolving – Every next level we are stepping into requires us to embody a new iteration of ourselves. And sometimes it takes a moment or a hot ass minute to really close that gap between, you know, having one foot in the old reality and one foot in the new. And so in collapse the gap, we're going to really dive into the intricacies of that, and I'm going to share some really powerful practices, lessons, and ways of being and and ways of Operating that are that is going to support you with moving through anything that comes your way with much more ease, much more grace, so that you don't spiral into the doubt, the fear, the whatever that keeps you stuck or stagnant and feeling like you're in this woe is me energy. So collapse the gap, like I said, is a two-week portal. And it's going to have two live calls plus a 14-day Telegram channel. So I'm doing something super new and fun with this and wanted to bring some beautiful community together and spend a little bit more time together, even though this is a smaller training, so that you can really integrate and implement the shifts. We're going to be going into the mindset, the energetics, and the embodiment to anchor into when you want to go from stagnation to celebration and experience Quantum shifts. I'm also going to be talking about how to how to really be the you who's already there in the now, with rock solid conviction before things reflect in your reality. This is where the work really is like embodying it, being it, living it, showing up as her because it's already you before you have the evidence before you have all of the evidence. And this is a very intimate part of your journey and or. It always is as we grow of like, how do we keep holding that and being that before we have the evidence? And it's a dance, it's a flux. (laughs) It's learning how to master your energy and your emotions, which is also another thing we're gonna be going into and collapse the gap. So if you want more information on this and you wanna join in, you can visit the show notes. The link is there. The early bird pricing is just $77. It's gonna go up on Monday, November, I think 13th. I think that's the right date. So get in here. If this is speaking to your soul, I am so freaking excited to get the party started. All right. let's get into the magic. So first, eleven eleven. I have so much to say about eleven eleven, what this means to me. I may have shared this in past podcasts before. And the 1111 portal is coming up this weekend. Depending on when you're listening to this, it might have already passed, but I'm going to talk about rituals in general and intentions and how we can amplify things with our energy and intentions. So Saturday is the 1111 portal, and I started seeing 1111 a long time ago during my first phase of spiritual awakening when I was a teenager. I think it was in like 2004 or something like that. And this was before, you know, there was a lot of information about eleven eleven, And I, at that time in my life, I was in an abusive relationship. I started meditating on a regular basis and I was really leaning into the spiritual realm, the spirit realm, and really wanting to connect to my guides and angels. And I was just new to the whole world of spirit and energy and all of that. So, during that time i started seeing 1111 all over the place on the clocks on the seconds i was talking on the phone receipts license plates house numbers the back of someone's shirt one time and it got to a point over the course of maybe a month or so where i i couldn't ignore it it was just like okay there's no way this is a coincidence like you cannot make this up and so i decided to google it around that time and there wasn't much information on it. There was one site though that popped up that was talking about how it is the awakening code. And it is like a sign from your guides or your higher self that you're on the right path, that you know you are uh, just to, to pay attention to what you're thinking of in the moment that you see it and so on. And I felt like so validated because I, at the time, was having a lot of mystical experiences through my meditation, and I was really beginning to hear the voice of my soul more. And I ended up leaving that abusive relationship at, around that time or sh- or not that long after. And so to me, 11-11 has a lot of meaning. It was a very special time in my life when I started stepping into my power and connecting to my higher self and and really opening my gifts and i was like a baby on the journey at that time i ended up getting 1111 tattooed on my wrist uh just because i freaking love 1111 and it just has so much meaning to me it's very special and i view it as like a glitch in the matrix so to speak because there's so much more to reality than we are aware of or that we can even comprehend. Everything is happening now, past, present, and future. And so I felt like 11.11 was this glitch that was like my higher self spirit, like trying to get my attention during that time of like, hey, pay attention. You're not crazy for having these experiences. Listen to your intuition. Trust yourself. Like it was it – that that was what it was for me. And it led me deeper into exploring the world of spirit, the world of energy, and the nature of reality. And so I just wanted to share that little story with you. Maybe you have your own experience with 1111. uh, And if not, that's cool too. Maybe you have other numbers that you see. I think that we can have our own meanings for these things, even though you can also look up different meanings for different number sequences. But anyway, whenever 11-11 comes around the eleven eleven 11 portal, like the actual date, I get really excited and love to do some kind of ritual or set an intention for what I am stepping into, what I'm calling in, in this next chapter of my life. And I also love to do rituals in general, like around the full moon and the new moon. I create my own rituals and... I don't think I really talk about this a lot um, on the podcast, considering it's something I do very often. But I wanted to share some ideas and things that you can try, whether it's on eleven eleven or at some other point that you feel like doing some kind of ritual. It's it could be a really powerful thing that supports in amplifying your desires, amplifying your intentions, and so. What I would recommend or invite you to do is get out your journal, create some space for yourself to really tune in to your bigger vision, your bigger mission, and what's really lighting your freaking soul on fire. Like if you were already living in the it is already done reality, what does that look like? How does that feel? And are you acting in alignment with your vision? And this is really the most important part of acting in alignment with your vision. So, and that's where the embodiment piece comes in. So write it out, get into detail, allow yourself to do some automatic writing of what that looks like, how it feels, who you are being and create some kind of, I wanna invite you to do your own ritual. I feel like it's more powerful when we create our own rituals. And the way that I do this is I usually I mean, I keep it simple, but I usually uh, incorporate different crystals or sometimes different things like cinnamon, which is great for sweet success and abundance. Or sometimes I will do a visualization after I write something down and I will like set it under a specific crystal. Um, and then i I just ask for guidance and signs in my waking life beyond that ritual or intention setting ceremony that gives me cues and clues of what my next best actions are to be. And so it's really important to pay attention to signs in our waking life, just how I paid attention to the 1111 that was getting my attention and it led me on this beautiful expanded path. We're always receiving signs from the universe, signs from our higher self that are guiding us. But A lot of times we're distracted and we don't see those signs because our mind is just too occupied with other things. So start to ask for signs and pay attention to the signs that you experience, that you witness in the form of, in whatever form they show up. And the next phase is actually take action on. Your intuition, action on those signs. So set some powerful intentions this weekend. Do do a little ritual for yourself. Step up your self care. You know, maybe we want to do a zen bath and have like a full on pampering, pampering, pleasurable day that you soak up the vibes and amplify your energy and intentions to what you desire. Now, next things that I wanted to get into in this podcast, it's kind of like multi-topic, but they're leading into each other, is navigating the void and quantum manifestation. So there are times when we experience what is the void or the in-between worlds phase, like I like to call it. And this is when we have one foot in one reality, one foot, one foot in the old reality, one foot in the new, and we haven't quite bridged that gap yet. And it can show up in a lot of ways. And I find that there are, when I'm working with clients, the one thing that comes up where this topic comes up a lot is they are, you know, serving with their gifts, showing up big, launching their offers, and they close up um, when things don't look like they're going to work out or when um, someone says they're not ready to join or whatever. And I and I talk about navigating the in-between worlds when that comes up because it's like you have one foot in the yes, this shit's amazing, my program's awesome, this it's gonna fill out. I'm calling in the most amazing clients, and then you still have this other foot in, but no one's signing up yet. But what if this doesn't work? I don't know if my message is clear, and you have you're you're in this in-between phase and you haven't fully leaped. So that's just like a little example to kind of maybe help you resonate with what an in-between phase could feel like. There could be, it also show can show up in, I mean, it could show up in any area of your life, but it can also show up like you have this sense that something really big is about to happen. Like you're on the precipice of a major uh, breakthrough, uh, receiving an overflow, and you have this Excitement swirling inside of you. And it's like, it's that's what you feel and experience one moment. And then, you know, the next you're not seeing it reflect in your reality. So you get sucked back into that. And it's just this teeter tottering of energy, right? Your energy is wobbly. So, how do we actually navigate the void? Well, as I mentioned in the beginning of this episode, we're going to be diving way deeper into that in the training, collapse the gap over two weeks because there's a lot to go into. And also it's really supportive to have other people around you as you are navigating the void and you know learning this and working through this and just amplifying each other's energy. So definitely join me in there if this is speaking to you already. But I'll share some things here that have really helped me that uh, I, because I went through this phase of, and I went through many phases <laughs> of. I felt like I went through this phase of the longest darkness of the soul in several areas of my life last year, and it was showing up in different ways, different um, things that came up for me, different things that were reflected in my reality, and maybe darkness of the soul is a little bit of a strong way to describe it. It wasn't a. De- it definitely wasn't like an, a horrible rock bottom, like crazy, but it brought up a lot of stuff for me. And I was like, what the hell? Like, I felt like I was in the void space forever. And I was like, "When when is this gonna shift? And so I had to really like dive deep. And I wanna share a few things that supported me through that so that you can see yourself in some of these things and start to make some of these shifts to navigate the void in your own way and how to actually stay open in the in between. And what I mean by stay open is just like that example I shared with you before how like um you know say you you launch something, you're all excited and you're you think it's going to be amazing, you know it's going to be amazing and you're lit up and then next moment you close up and think, "Oh, this isn't working." Da da da. You close up. So we can still navigate the void and stay open in the in between and the staying open part is the most important part of, of all. <laughs> So, let me go down a list of some things that have supported me in making some really powerful shifts in the midst of navigating in bet- the in-between phase for me and what supported me with staying open. Now, it wasn't always easy, and I'm not going to sugarcoat that things are always easy because the most challenging part of the journey in general of creating your dream life, you know, growing your business is, Navigating your energy, mastering your energy, and navigating your emotions. And so, the first thing that I want to share here is that I had to literally face my deepest, darkest fears head on. And I took myself to the depths of feeling all of that. And I really didn't want to. And these fears were some deep rooted stuff around worthiness, um, you know, not feeling good enough things that were just like rearing their ugly head. And I didn't even realize that I was ignoring it in different ways or brushing it under the rug, but it was playing out in my business. It was playing out in relationships. It was playing out in just the way that I felt about myself. And I, like I said, did not really realize it because it was unconscious until I really was like, okay, let's get to this. And I had support. Through it faced my deepest darkest fears went through all of the emotions allowed myself to really 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 feel it And then I took my fucking power back and I said, you know, this is not me. This is not who I am. And just a little reminder, you are not your thoughts. You are not your emotions. You are the being who's experiencing all of that, but that's not you. And when we disidentify with it, we set ourselves free. So I went there. I went to the darkest fears. I felt all of the things and I took my power back and I was like, all right. Let's go, baby. I ripped off the fucking mask. I set myself even more free. So consider what that might look like for you. What fears have been coming up for you lately when you're in the midst of the in-between? What underlying stories have you maybe been entertaining that are not serving you? And get to the core of that. And we're gonna be going through that together in Collapse the Gap. Okay. So the second thing I had, the second thing I did to make shifts and navigate the in-between is I started making shifts in real time. And some of this looked like having uncomfortable conversations to clear up energy and communicate my truth, express my feelings and state and honor my boundaries and desires. A lot of this showed up in relationships and in friendships. Uh, I'm not going to get into the depths of the details here, but There were moments where I needed to clear up energy through communication. And for me, this is something that I used to struggle with a lot because I was afraid of hurting people's feelings or I was afraid of being too much or I was, you know, uh, I didn't want the other person to feel a certain way. And I was essentially rejecting myself by doing all of those things. So I started leaning into communication having conversations love and and just like being myself and and owning like my truth. And so this can play out in a lot of different areas too and I want to invite you in on each of these of like thinking about okay where might you need to communicate something because when we hold things in and we don't communicate I don't care where this is something that you want to share online with your audience or if you want to share something with your partner that you've been needing to express or a friend or whatever. Like when we hold things in and we don't communicate our truth, that creates stuck energy. It really does. So you want to free up some energy? Start communicating. All right. Third thing. I started trading the hustle for alignment. I stopped doing shit that drained or bored me or that I simply grew out of. And I dove headfirst into living by my human design and owning my genius. Living by my design has been an experiment and a practice and a process, just like maybe, you know, if you're into human design and it's been fucking amazing. And it's really supported me with letting go of things that weren't serving me. And so a lot of times when we're in this, the void space, we are, um just like holding on to things that we need to let go of. Um I can go on because there's a lot more things that I've been doing. I'm gonna share a couple more. Um I stopped listening to other people that I didn't have a full body resonance with. And I started following my own intuition and trusting myself even more. These are the that's this was a big one when it came to navigating the in between for me because I in the past had people That I was either coaching with or learning from, that you know told me that I needed to do certain things a certain way and that didn't feel good to me. And I was never really one to follow rules like that, but it started having me question myself for some time. And I was like, you know what, fuck this, I'm only gonna, you know, uh, take advice or uh, listen to people who I really fully resonate with, but most of all. I'm following my own freaking intuition. I'm a 6'2 in human design role model hermit. Like I make my own rules and I follow my own path. And so through this, experiencing the this uh, phase that I went through of the dark night of the soul or just like feeling really constricted, I actually was able to strengthen my trust and intuition in the process of that and the last thing i want to share here around uh what i did and to navigate that space was and this is a big one too is i started surrounding myself with more amazing humans i started uh deepening my community and my soul family and i have the best friends and i throw literally the best freaking parties i started Just really being around more people who inspire me, expand me, empower me. And it really, that in and of itself in my real life has inspired me even more and supported me even more with the potency of my message and my work and what I'm now creating in the next evolution of everything that I'm doing. And it's been really supportive. And so, community to me is a huge thing. This is why I love creating group spaces mostly I, you know i still work with people one on one sometimes but the the community the sisterhood really expands you and i have that in my own life with my friends and my soul fam and i love creating that and bringing that to my people because i've seen and witnessed the deepest healing that can come from being in community being surrounded by other people And that is something that really helped me navigate the void space and freaking stay open in the in-between, find my spark again, not just find my spark, reignite my fire and so on. So consider how you can start to tap into some of the things that I share. There's actually a lot more, but I want to get into the quantum manifestation piece and don't want to make this too long of an episode, but Consider how you can start to implement some of this. And if you want to dive deeper into this, I'm really pumped for what I'm going to be sharing in Collapse the Gap. And I'm so excited to open this. I never did like a two-week like telegram kind of thing with live calls. And the way that I'm running it is new, different, fun, exciting. It's lighting me up. We can come together in community and really just activate each other Really quickly. So I'm going to be sharing a lot in there through the lives that we do, through text, through uh, voice notes, and it's going to be a fucking game changer and perfect way to end out the last season of the year, the last chapter of the year. All right. So let's round it up with some quantum manifestation talk because this actually has everything to do with navigating the void because navigating the void and the in-between is essentially supporting you in collapsing time and collapsing the gap (laughs) from where you were to where you're going, from the old identity to the new identity. And when it comes to quantum manifestation, you've probably heard me talking about this a lot. If you listen to the podcast, it's all about embodying our highest self or our next level self in the now and knowing that that's already you. And when it comes to all of this it's important to really learn how to move your energy and create a or connect to the vision that's so freaking exciting for you just like i said in the beginning of this podcast when we have a really magnetic vision that is pull it literally pulls us to it it pulls us from the future like back to now i view our future desires as or I view our desires as future memories. It's a reality that already exists. It's already done and we might not be experiencing it just yet. And that's why we collapse time, collapse the gap and, and um, bring that into our reality, but we bring it into our reality through our vibrational frequency and our embodiment. And so the way that I teach this and guide people through quantum manifestation is through, so there are a few levels of transformation, right? So there's working on your mindset and shifting your beliefs. (laughs) And that's like one layer of transformation. That's what I used to talk about a lot. And I still think that's powerful and everything. It depends also where you're at on your journey. That's great. But then there's another layer of transformation. That's your energy, learning how to master your energy, learning how to move your energy learning how to navigate it, and and also your emotions. And then there's the third level of transformation, which is embodiment. And this is where the real magic happens. Now, I like to work from starting from embodiment because in a lot of ways, the, the first layer, uh, mindset, and a lot of times when we work on our mindset or work on shifting limiting beliefs, it can sometimes become a trap, and sometimes people can dig for what beliefs do I need to shift, or you know, I have a block around this, or whatever. And sometimes it can be like we're working on trying to fix the symptom, not the core of things, if that makes sense. And so, imagine your true soul self is, you know, your true soul self, your Limitless self who's doesn't have any programming or distortions and she's living her best life and is in a vibration of love and abundance. But then you have your one well, human design, your personality or your ego self, which is your programmed self, which is the mask. When I say taking off the mask, I'm talking about the programmed self, your ego. And obviously, we're always <laughs> gonna have an ego, but it's learning how to navigate the dance. But that's beside the point. So. When we work on the first layer of transformation, we're a lot of times just still working on the mask instead of just taking the fucking mask off. But sometimes, depending on where you're at on the journey, we need to do some of that to support you in taking the mask off. But how I teach quantum manifestation, like I said, we start with embodiment we start with getting clear about your magnetic vision. Who is the you who is living in that reality? How does she walk, talk, act? Like getting super detailed and bringing that into the now through your habits, through the things that you do, through the way that you move through life and all of that. And then whatever comes up in the process In the form of limiting beliefs or stuck emotions or, you know, what have you, whatever comes up in the process while you're, you know, starting to embody that next iteration of you, it comes up when it needs to come up in real time. Remember, everything's happening now. We don't need to go digging for things. But when you have a burning desire and your higher self is calling you forward, your magnetic vision is calling you forward, and you start embodying that version of yourself, then whatever limiting beliefs and stuff, they they will come up in real time to get your attention. And that's usually when we enter the messy in between, right? I'm, I'm getting somewhere here and I'm tying this all together now. So we have these desires. We're like, I'm ready. I'm excited. Yeah, yeah. We start embodying our our next level self. And then, aka up-level pains is also another term for this. We're met with shit that comes up. And that's when we get to work through it. And this is where a lot of people get stuck because, you know, it's not always easy to navigate these spaces. And having support is definitely something that will really create a lot of momentum because we can get in our own way. We can't always see like what's going on you know, someone, having someone from outside the box to see it. So we work through these things in real time, moving the energy, you know, changing the stories, not identifying with your thoughts. And in the process of that, we end up collapsing time when you learn how to navigate that space. At the same time, it's important to drop the timeframes and know that it's already done. It doesn't matter when. It's not a matter of if either. It's only a matter of when. And when does it matter when you are in your joy, when you are making your vibration your number one priority, and when you are navigating the challenges with grace? Because you can still navigate the in-between and the challenges and the hot mess moments with grace, with love, with compassion, and that's gonna support you in staying open to receive in the in-between and moving through it In a way that feels more supportive for your whole entire being. Makes sense? And that is when we start to see momentum. We start to see things flow more. We surrender. We put up the little white flag and we're like, all right, I surrender. I'm accepting what is, I'm not judging it. But at the same time, I'm really excited for what I'm creating and calling in. And we just set ourselves free in the process. And while i said detach from the timeframes also things can shift and manifest and happen way faster than you can possibly even imagine and it will can sometimes leave you feeling mind blown holy shit whoa and sometimes you know we need to go through a process and a journey to integrate certain things and with the integration of the, the these things that we learn on our journey comes deep, deep wisdom. And you want to know what happens with that deep, deep wisdom? Mm. We can support others in a much more powerful way. And also we're equipped with more knowledge and resourcefulness going forward. So I invite you to enjoy the whole fucking journey, whether you are in the messy in-between right now, or you're in your hot mess moment right now, or you are celebrating some big wins right now, or you're doing a little mix of all of it, just enjoy the whole journey. And when we can stop judging the journey of how long things are taking or how fast we want it to happen or, you know, all of that, that's when we create suffering. When we judge things, when we uh, become connect- just too focused on the future or hung up on the past, we're not present. Like I said, everything is happening now. Who are you being right now? Who are you being when you're navigating? That in between space, because that fucking matters. That matters more than anything. Not the outcome you desire, but who you are being before it shows up, who you are being when you have uncomfortable things come up for you, who you are being in the even, even when you experience what you perceive as failure, who are you being, you know, when you feel like closing and you invite yourself to stay open? That's what matters. That's what matters. So embrace the journey, stay connected to your magnetic vision while being present in the now, consider how you can bring more of your power and potency in this now moment because every single now moment matters more than anything and ask yourself, who would I be, what would I do and how would I feel if I already had everything I wanted and start to let that question move you. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I really laid it down for you and feel activated myself from sharing all of this. If you love this episode, I would love to hear from you. If you feel called to share it and tag me on Instagram at the spiritual boss, babe, if you're loving it and you want to leave some love on iTunes or Spotify by leaving a review that always makes me so happy. I would love to see you and collapse the gap on November 22nd. It's going to be our two week portal together. The link is in the show notes for all the details on that. I'll also leave some other goodies for you in the show notes. And as always, have a magical day. Here's to your massive success, fulfillment, abundance. And always, always, I love you so much. And I'll see you in the next episode